Melbourne. If you're listening earlier, you might have heard me mention that 200 theatre staff from the Moral Melbourne Hospital have been sent home, furloughed and are isolating because the staff there came into contact with the close contact of someone who has tested positive to COVID-19. Now, I know all of that might sound to you a little bit distant, but of course, in the hospital setting, you have to be extremely, extremely cautious. Now, that person who was treated has tested negative, which is great news. But what happens now? Dr. Kate Kelly is Executive Director of Clinical Governance and Medical Services at the Royal Melbourne Hospital. Kate, good to talk to you. Good morning. Good morning, Virginia. How are you? So, Dr. Kelly, when did you find out about the patient? So we found out about one o'clock yesterday afternoon that the uh, patient was a household contact of someone who was COVID positive and the staff have done an extraordinary job in a very fluid situation as we've worked through that in the um, time between now and then. And so when did you decide to send home the theatre staff and why did you uh, pick the number 200? Uh, so, so we didn't pick the number, the, it was really about assessing the people who um, were most likely to have uh, shared a space or uh, been involved with the patient care. So that, that, that's a lot. It, it, it's a very large number of people, yes. T- tell me how, you, uh, how that many people may have come into contact. Do you, do you have that many staff coming in and out of those areas, do you? I think, uh, unfortunately, well, unfortunately or unfortunately, the the um, activity that the patient was having in the hospital uh, was uh, it happened in a number of open spaces. Uh, the number of staff we furloughed is very much a precautionary measure, um, and we hope to be able to um, manage that over the coming 24 hours. What do you mean? Uh, so uh, we will be able to over the next uh, sort of so once they. At 48 hours, if the patient continues to test negative, he's had three negative tests already, which is fantastic. If he continues to test negative in 48 hours' time, we hope to be able to release those uh, staff from furlough. It's very much a precautionary Mm. measure. And I imagine the staff are being tested as well. Uh, So so we're just working through that. It's a little bit tricky because he's not a COVID positive person. He's a um, close contact of someone who's COVID positive. So we're working closely with the department and the public health unit about the right way to um, furlough and test. I I would imagine just to be, to continue the precautionary principle, testing the staff uh, wouldn't cost anything. It'd be a useful thing to do, wouldn't it? Look, it's all part, there's a number of things that we're looking at, um, but we want to do it in line with all of the existing protocols. Okay, but at this stage, you're not, they're not being planned to be tested? Uh, no, certainly not at the moment. There'd be no virtue in testing them today. It wouldn't tell us anything, and um, we don't want people to have swabs unnecessarily. They're pretty uncomfortable, so we want to get the balance right between doing um, keeping that precautionary principle in place and you know not subjecting our staff to unnecessary testing. Oh, hang on, Dr Kelly. I've been swabbed nine times for a lot less, I can tell you. <laughs> Well, I, think I know it's uncomfortable, but um, all I'm thinking here is of the Royal Melbourne staff who have swabbed me over and over, so <laughs> they could, they could probably and, and if it. there was virtue in doing a swab, we'd absolutely do that. But we want to we want to be clear and use a good evidence-based decision okay. framework about that swabbing. So it seems unlikely that they'll have to be away from work and isolating for 14 days at this stage, yes? At, at this stage, we've got this great early news that he's had three negative COVID swabs. 
Um, but I guess it, it really depends what happens over the next 24 hours. Okay. Good to talk to you. How are you coping at the moment, though, with this shutdown? Do you have all the staff that you need? And do you, are you aware, Dr Kelly, of the level of vaccination of your staff there at the Royal Melbourne Hospital now? Can you share that information with us? So we are sitting at about 75% of staff vaccinating. I haven't checked it today, but that's about where it's sitting, and we continue to work with the staff who have yet to be vaccinated. And do you know why they're yet to be vaccinated? We're several months in, and they, were, of course, were offered first. Is there some vaccine refusal there at the hospital? Look, there's a little bit of vaccine hesitancy, but there's other things that um, are drivers as well. Some people, uh, you know, in that cohort are on leave. Some are pregnant, some have got um, medical conditions where the advice from their specialists has been to delay vaccination. So there is a real mix in there. But of course, like the general community, there's a little bit of vaccine hesitancy. Amongst healthcare workers? Yes. It seems odd. <laughs> what do you but think? But it's, it's by no means the primary, um, you, you know, we, we survey stuff about it and it's by no means the primary um, source for those people who are yet to be vaccinated. And uh, does the hospital or is the hospital considering making it mandatory for healthcare workers in order for us to get through this pandemic, making it mandatory that employees at the Royal Melbourne Hospital are vaccinated? Look, it's a really good question, Virginia, and it's something we and, you know, the whole sector is working closely with the Department of Health on. It, it sounds straightforward to say let's make it mandatory across health and aged care, but it's quite, it's quite a tricky thing to do for a number of reasons. And so we would take the Department of Health guidance in regard to that. And what is the guidance in relation to that so far? So the guidance at the moment is that if people are working with a COVID-positive patient, they must be vaccinated and, and fit-tested, which means making sure that their N95 mask works um, as well as it possibly can. And so that's we, we absolutely have that implemented. You may in time, though, have to have mandatory testing for your unvaccinated staff because if, if I as a patient go to you and I'm vaccinated don't know if I want to be treated by someone in the hospital who's not. I think that's right. And, and at the moment, um, the what role does the vaccination status play outside of treating known COVID positive patients? It's, it's, a very, uh, it's a topic of very active discussion within the department and they'd be far better placed to um, give you the detail on that. Interesting. Well, look, good luck. And we certainly hope that all your staff continue to stay negative and also that patient as well. Thanks, Kate Kelly. Thank you. Dr Kate Kelly there, Executive Director of Clinical Governance and Medical Services at the Royal Melbourne Hospital. That's an interesting figure you've just heard though, isn't it? Is it 74% vaccinated there at the Royal Melbourne Hospital and some vaccination hesitancy and refusal as well? Did you think that it might be frontline health workers like those working at the Royal Melbourne Hospital who most be, might be most enthusiastic about getting the vaccination? I think I did. So that comes as a bit of a surprise. Maybe we can get